Hey guys, it's Danny. And it's Riley. And we're your average neighbors. We like to invite you to the next 30 to 45 minutes to just listen and hear what we have to say. But please, if you have any questions or if a thought comes to your head, feel free to hit us up at Average Neighbors on Instagram. We'd love to hear your story or anything that you have that came to your mind while listening. And God bless. And we're back. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> crazy. This is insane. If you're watching, setup is crazy right now. No, like... There's a light. I don't... I don't a camera. Know. Okay. No phone. <sighs> no phone. No Wii setup. No Wii setup. No, y'all saw that. None of that. We started, we started We started. in a dorm. Yeah. In a dorm study room. In look the at mic. episode three. Anything between... And look at the difference. Oh, my goodness. From the echo. Oh, my goodness. But we were like... It was like this. It was terrible. We I mean, were making like extreme <laughs> eye contact, much more than necessary. We, we just knew each other for like a week. No, we didn't know each other at all, dude. Hey. God, <laughs> God did from BJ Tyler. Wow. Well, if you guys listened to the last two episodes we did, we took the questions, obviously, that were sent in a poll that we did on Instagram. Random number generator. The first one, the second one, and then. We kind of wanted this to be the last. We're happy about it. Um, and we also have our wonderful friends. Shout out Miriam, Lindsay, and Sophie. They're all here with us. Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful hearts to stay up and to help us out with this. So our friend Sophie's going to ask us the question. So say hi, right. Sophie. So we're doing a combo question. <laughs> I said say hi. Hi, I'm Sophie. You can't see me, but I'm here. We're doing a combo question because they are both about sharing the gospel. So the first one is, what are some things I can do to spread the gospel to my friends? And that's from Mo at Clemson. Let's go. And the second one is, how to show God to people who aren't interested in the slightest. And that's from Gavin from Winter Park. <laughs> Let's go. Sophie's from Winter Park, Gavin. If you're listening. I hope you're listening. FSU beat Clemson, Mo. Just want to yeah, let that Mo. be known. Mo, I know... I know Mo. Um, well, they don't win no Mo. And oh, <laughs> Mo, if you're listening, well, yeah, I hope you. Are. I'm, pr- I'm sure you. Are. That'd be. This but is his question. Well, question. either way. So I like that question. <laughs> how do Me you? Too. It was. Uh, how do you spread? What can you do to show, or spread the gospel to your friends? Um, isn't that the question? Um, and what can you do? Show people the gospel that aren't interested. Well, let's tackle that first one. What what do you think that you have? Yeah. Um, For people that do know my testimony, um, I didn't always know the Lord, and I was surrounded by people. Like, when I first started walking with the Lord, like, Mm -hmm. I was surrounded by people who didn't follow Jesus. And so it was just like, okay, how am I going to... Like, from learning from people through Young Life or through DCC or through um, different ministries that... I started to walk with um, mm-hmm. in my faith, and it was like, hey, like the good news, the gospel is something that has been so like this is urgent. This is now like people need to know. Just like someone spread the gospel to you, Riley, like this needs to know to your friends. Um, and that's why I was like, oh, I kind of was struggling with like, do I become friends with these people? Do I stay friends with these people, or do I just like let them go because they're not Christian? But it's like, no, like these people need to know the Lord, and also like the Lord wants them and you have the answer to that 
and you know one you're a witness and through your testimony and my testimony but two like the lord the word like he's everywhere Mm -hmm. in creation and word and just in people and so it's like there's so many different ways um to share that but i was just really struggling myself was like okay i have these friends that don't know the lord but i also have these people like do i stay with these friends or not uh, but i feel like the lord wants me and wants to use me um to share that with them mm-hmm. and that's why they are my friends and i feel like that's all part of like the orchestration of him um throughout my lifetime and their lifetime and hopefully i get to share that and i have um different ways and there are different ways but um there is different questions um through that but I think for me, um, in Colossians, actually, Colossians 3, um, it talks about this, about representing the Lord. Um, trying to find it. Colossians 3 um, says, <clears throat> bro, 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 bro. You got that. Does anyone else have it? She, she's got that memorized. Five through six. Whoa. That's impressive. Yes. Found it. No, I didn't find it. <laughs> it's so the the big number is the chapter. Oh thanks. And then the, and then the little number. That's that's not right. Anyways. Yeah. I know what the sum up of the verse is, <laughs> but it's with it. sharing the gospel word or deed. That's what it comes okay. down to. Okay. Um, whether that's with your words um, or with what you do. Hmm. Um, and so there's a time and place for, I think, both. Uh, I think there's a time for like, hey, let's use our words and like, let's use what the Lord places on our heart, but also what the Bible says hmm. um, to share the gospel. But also like if we're not doing it by word, it's it says or. So all the time, we should be sharing it with word or deed. So if we're not sharing by the gospel with our words, we should, we should be sharing it with what we're doing. And giving a picture of like what the Lord looks like through our actions. Um, hmm. And that can look like yeah. a lot of different reasons. Love, sacrifice, compassion, but in a different way of like pointing towards Christ. Not just like your average Joe, like holding the door for someone or like, hey, that's a nice shirt. It's like going out of the way, the outward focus kind of love that we're focused kind of sacrifice outward focus kind of compassion on on one another to allow them to be like oh shoot like this is something different yeah and seeing the gospel through that i mean you brought up a lot of other points i like how you said like i think it all culminates down to like you said um actually not deed with your friends or just anybody this also will later on relate to the next part of the question but as we stick to our friends you know your friends are the people that are going to know you the best, that are going to support you, support you the most, and also, sadly, sometimes that are going to call you out the most. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, in, in an accountability way, and then, like, friends that aren't believers, um, they're usually the first ones to see the change that you've grown in, but also point out, like, when you mess up. And the importance of that is that, like, how we love and how we truly express the gospel um, through our lives is the most effective way in my opinion to spread it mm-hmm. especially to your friends because at the end of the day um 
I always think about like First Corinthians uh, chapter two. Uh, Paul is talking to the Corinthians, and in chapter two, he explains like it literally starts Paul's message of wisdom. Um, in chapter in verse four, he says, "And my message and my preaching were very plain, rather than using clever and persuasive speeches. I relied only on the power of the Holy Spirit. I did this so you would trust not in human wisdom, but in power of God." And what he's saying here, I mean, it's pretty evident, but it's basically like. You know, a lot of times I like how he says, rather than using clever and persuasive speeches, we can like, we can make the gospel this long, illustrious, beautiful, elusive, um, just explanation. And you can start from Genesis and work your way through. But at the end of the day, like if you show it and you truly allow the spirit to be the one moving, mm-hmm. it does the most effective work. I think um, something when you, as you read the life of Jesus, and you like read through the gospel, something you notice that he never convinced anybody of the gospel. He just showed it to the point that it was convincing. Yeah. Like he never had to sit there and be like, this is why the gospel is good. And this is why it's bad not to follow. Like he was just straight up about like what you had to do. What like he was giving out commands, like he was giving out yeah. advice to live, but he was living it out. So people saw what he was saying and heard what he was saying and saw what he was doing. And they were like, that matches. Yeah. Like it was the very time that he was saying, love your neighbor. And it was the very same way that he was talking about the Good Samaritan. And it was the very same way that he was explaining how um, we should, that he did not come to heal or to, like a doctor wouldn't basically heal those that are not sick, that type of thing. You know what I mean? Like he didn't just say those things. He did those things. He sat with the sinners. He ate with the sinners. He loved on the sinners. He went to the lowly. He picked up the ones who were about to be stoned and said, he who throws the first stone has not sinned. Like, he demonstrated it and that's why it held weight that's why people came and they knew it they saw it in his eyes i i generally like this is not gospel (laughs) what i'm about to say but i think that it comes from the gospel that like when i imagine god and i'm praying or jesus and whatnot i truly imagine eyes that like pierce your heart but not Mm -hmm. pierce your heart and make you scared pierce your heart and make you know that you're loved Mm -hmm. like i imagine him just looking at you with such an embracing look that you you generally feel like safe and when i talk to people i'll remind myself to try to do the same thing and i can't i I, it's only a fraction of what jesus can do obviously but just that the small things of loving on people not just with like oh dude like i'll be praying for you like generally sitting and listening to them or wanting to understand like why your friend is facing that um and just being there for them i think that's a huge thing is that like if we're willing to go out and serve communities and be a light and talk about our faith so much and post about it and be the aesthetic Christians, like we might as well start living that too in the dirty and the like moments that people won't see. Like if you want to spread it to your friends or the people that you live with, do the small things that like you wouldn't want to do in general. We were talking about it like earlier today, shout out the leader training, like, <laughs> but it was like, you know, um, do the uncomfortable thing. And like I, I'm, I'm a hypocrite to that. Like I, that's something I'm still working on. I don't think any of us are perfect in it, but our actions give validity yeah. to what we say. Yeah, I think people talk about counterculture a lot. Yeah. In Christianity and just our faith, and but I think that's just a picture of being uncomfortable. Like already, it's just like mm. we can talk about counterculture, counterculture, which is yes, but it's like 
it's that moment. It's like, okay, now we're going to step out of our, our comfort zone because the culture that we're in, the culture that we're surrounded with is comfort. Mm. And it's like what we're so used to. But I feel like as a Christian and following the Lord, like we're going to be uncomfortable. And like, dude, I think that's uh, yeah. <laughs> I just talking almost about that. a fact. I'm not going to say it's a fact, but it's almost a fact that we're gonna, it's going to be uncomfortable. I, I'd, say it's a, I'd say it's a fact. It's, it's a good, like, it's a good uncomfort. I mean, going to the gym is uncomfortable. Yeah. Like I'm never there saying like this is this is good. Like I'm I like never, this. I'm this is there. this doesn't hurt. Like never. I never I've never done that. You're never in, wait what? I'm never in the gym. <laughs> so it's uncomfortable for me. Just kidding. Only with you. Oh <laughs> uh, that you threw me off with that one. But like <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean though? Like like it, it's true. Like the, not everything comfortable has to be bad. Like uncomfort has created this almost a stigmatized word. Where it's like, oh, if it's uncomfortable, then it's definitely bad for yeah. me. Like, no, like, some of the best things for you are uncomfortable. And I think the best thing in the world is uncomfortable because the gospel, like, if you want to, like, I think there are levels to, like, like the idea of the gospel. But, like, mm-hmm. top level is obviously Jesus is, like, you know, son of God, lived, died on the cross, rose in three days, cleaned up itself of our salvation, worked down. But I think the next one is, like, the big title of what it means to live out the gospel for yourself is self-denial. And that's super uncomfortable Mm -hmm. because that requires you every day to look at yourself and decide, I'm going to choose your will over mine. I don't know how I'm going to get there. I might not even know what that might mean or look like right now, but I'm just going to do my part Mm -hmm. and trust and know that you'll do yours. That you are God and I am not. That I was not made that I was made for you and not the other way around. Right. Someone told me that that like we treat God like He was made for us, mm-hmm. and that we have to start treating God like we are His creation. He's the increase, we're the decrease. Exactly, John three thirty. Like He must become less, more, and I must become less. Mm-hmm. And so, I think like it is an uncomfortable thing, but living it out with joy, which it is a joyful thing to live out, yeah. like shows in itself. Um, so I think that like the best way, some things that you can do honestly to spread the gospel to your friends are obviously like the good things of like love on them, take care of them. I think the mo- most effective, which is in anybody, whether it's your friend or not, is genuinity. Like being genuine about your faith, which is something that first requires you to do some internal like an- analysis to like one day be like, am I actually living this out? And once you do, and you can do it genuinely, it'll do all the preaching it needs to do. Because I think we talked about, we might, have, we might have talked about this before, but it's, we have to start treating other people. We have to start treating ourselves with the same grace and love that we so easily offer and preach to other people. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about like this whole like self-love, like self-idolization. Like I'm talking like love, like I, like the Lord loves me and chose me because I am loved and therefore I can love. It says we love because he loved first. That doesn't even just mean like him. That means like the only reason we can love in the the way that God intended is because he chose to do it to us first. Mm -hmm. And once we can actually start living out the grace and the freedom that we tell other people about, then that'll do more convincing than just sitting there and Mm -hmm. telling them about it. Right. I think the verse we love because he loved us first. So first John four nineteen, I believe. And it 
this guy I was talking to, he was like, I'm scared that, not scared, but I don't know if I trust you because I feel like you were just loving me just so that you can, what did you say? like, first John 4, 19, just so that you can lead me to Christ, like, just so I can go to heaven. That's the only way, reason why you're my friend. I'm like, in a way, in my head, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's 100%, but like, I think we're talking about this. It's like, I'm not, I'm not losing anything doing this. I'm, I'm giving you something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not gaining anything. Like I'm not mean? gaining anything to be your friend. Like I want to be your friend. I want to love on you. Yes. So you he can was right. Christ. It is. You, you were right. By the way. Thank you. Like, yes to know Christ, but also at the same time, like if anything, I'm giving you something. I'm not gaining anything. from Yeah. This. I mean, like, you're the one, the person I'm talking to, like you're the one gaining stuff like you are well yeah it's 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 the God of the universe. someone had to first do it to us right mm-hmm. it's that idea we love because he loved us first we share because it was shared to us right. you know what i mean uh, what type of friend would i be if i all right we're gonna get real about it like i have friends from before bs days before salvation days um <laughs> bro I just say bc Nah. BS crazy. <laughs> before so, before salvation. <laughs> before Christ. Uh, dude. Um, no, but like, I got buddies, like you know that. Um, dude, I love these guys. Like they're there's my, I, my roommate's one of the, my best friends ever. Like I love him, and I I I tell him to his face, like dude, like you. When I part of the story, I never shared. I think the full testimony. I, I pledged to Fred, did a little, you know, what what not, Greek life. But um, <laughs> I did it, and then I remember I, I told my roommate, I was like, bro, do this with me, do this with me. No questions. He was like, all right. Okay. I started following Jesus, and I told him, I was like, bro, you didn't have questions when I joined the frat? Sure. I was like, now you got all these questions when I talk about sure. Jesus? I was like, what? But the idea is that, like, you know, um, I love these guys, but some of them are dealing with depression. Some of them are dealing with anxiety. Some of them are dealing with anger. Um, and I just see, I see like where they're putting their efforts, you know what I mean? In, in self-validation through other people in self-validation through, um, how much money they're making or what their job is going to be or how they're going out, how many girls they can talk to, like all these things that are like in the moment, like if we make sin not sound fun, right? Then we're like being disingenuous to ourselves and to other people. The reason we keep sinning is because it is pleasurable in an instant but it's short-lived it's short it's like eating you can eat like cake every day and it tastes great but like it's gonna catch up to you my brother you know what i mean like the health benefits are not it and in a spiritual way like sin tastes good in the moment but it's fleeting and it makes you feel worse and leaves you either needing more or hungry for something that isn't going to be filled or just in genuine pain and what type of friend would i be if I see them going down a route that like so easily mm. sent me spiraling mm. and um, in dangerous places. And I was just like, yeah, you know what, bro? Like you, you do that. Like you live out your life. Like obviously everybody needs to find their faith on their own, but I have to do my part and start yelling and screaming and be like, bro, like, even if it's the way I live, like just being honest about it. Like, yeah. Like this is my faith, like strong about it. I don't got to be texting them every day. Like uh, John three sixteen, John three sixteen, John three, but like, <laughs> living it out and like loving them and making them realize that like my life has changed not because i'm a better person not because i do go to church not because i 
do my little Bible study in the morning, it's because I received salvation through Jesus Christ, who genuinely changed my life. I had an encounter and experience that anyone can have, but you have to go out and look for it. Mm-hmm. You have to like open up that door and let that person come in so you can have that conversation. You can like drive by a church as many times as you want. All it takes is like for you to actually sit and listen. Yeah. Bro, I sit through my classes all the time and not listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that doesn't mean I'm learning. I can read a book 40 times and not pick up anything because I'm not actually looking for what I need. But like what we have to do is show that if you actually take that step and you live it out and you like are thrilled about it and just flipping a coin and giving it a chance that it'll produce its fruit. And that like that's how I think the most genuine way to spread it to your friends, which I think perfectly segues like, well, then how do you share it to people who don't care? Because the question isn't even like like non-believers it's like people who don't even want to know yeah i think um with that question i think the people that are interested i feel like there's a sense of them that are i think a lot of them that show that they're not interested one i think there's two sides one there there are people that believe and are trying to get something out of you they're like oh show me like you're you don't know like dissect something oh you mess up you're not a christian yeah, like, there's people all the time, <laughs> but like, I feel like one, they're probably scared, yeah, of the Lord, not in a respectful way. Um, but I also think that there's people like that believe and one generally don't know they believe in God, but they just don't know what they're doing is wrong. Like, they believe that there's a God, but I'm like, I don't know, they don't read or know if they're messing up. Or there's also people who like straight up do not care, like, straight up. Like, I don't care about your religion. I don't care about God. Yeah. And it's just like, whatever. No, there's definitely two prototypes to it, for sure. But I think Romans 1, talk, it's Paul. Tom, come on. Is talking about spreading the good news. And what's crazy about, like, Ro- uh, Romans, I believe Paul has never even been there and, like, spoke to them. And he's writing this letter to them, mm-hmm. even though he's never met them. And he's like, Say, share the good news, share the good news. And you talk about the urge of the good news. Mm-hmm. There's such an urge to it. It's like, don't care, don't care, or, or care. It's like, there's an urge to this. You have the answer to life. People need to know about this because it's like, this is something eternal. This is God that created you that does not care. And it's like, you need to know. Mm-hmm. Like, that person needs to know. And like, that's love. Mm-hmm. And whether they reject you or not, it says in the Bible, Matthew 10 or Matthew 20. Come on. I'm not going to say it, but people are going to hate you because you follow me. Yeah. Jesus says that. Oh, yeah. And it's like, yeah. And I think Word. loving him Ooh. and respecting him is like, we're going to show him Come on, that we love him because it's like, not only do I love him, but I love you as well. Like we talked about earlier and interested or not, it's the bottom line like god loves them and they don't know it and we love them so much that we're going to tell them there's and it um, sucks that people don't care because they're so blind uh, i think you put it perfectly and like this is love this is what we got to do but the part that you said like oh people rejected you they rejected me so they're going to reject you we see this actually like legit because you always think you're like okay so let's point this back to jesus because like he did it right you know what i mean um, if there's anybody who probably, 
knew how to live out the gospel is the one who actually did it like made the gospel real um i'm gonna look for it have you ever heard of that story where jesus like goes into a town and they kick him out mm-hmm. all the time what all the time you all the time do you know what that is uh no no cool we're gonna find it anybody want to fact check where that is Dang. Dude, that's insane. Off the dome. That's insane that you knew that. That's fine. Oh. June 4, 16. June? Did you say June? <laughs> oh. Luke 4, okay. 28. When the yeah, when they heard this, the people in the synagogue were furious, jumping up. They mobbed him and forced him to the edge of the hill on which, on which the town was built. They intended to push him over the cliff, but he passed right through the crowd and went on his way. The fact that he walked through that though, but I didn't dude, That's crazy. Like think about how no one stop him. <laughs> they like, try to push him off the cliff and then just walk through the crowd. Well, I mean, it was probably. I mean, it's Jesus, he's, but he's, still, yeah. Huh. <laughs> no, but there's a, there's another one. Ah oh, man, I'm missing. Oh, oh, I know, I know. It's okay. 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 Okay, yeah, just yeah, wait, yeah. just wait. Yeah. Uh I got some though. Knock. But I want to interrupt you cuz No, no, go ahead. Uh, I'll be no, finding I might it. go on a tangent. Though. No, no, no. What what's no, your you thing? Go. Are you sure? Yeah. I might go on a tangent. Okay. I'm typing this really bad. I'm on the Spanish keyboard, so this is not working well. That's fine. Um Stay in Spanish. Stay in Spanish. No. Wait, I, no, no, why would I? Should I? No. Okay, ready? Um, so, I'll read the ESV version for all my ESVers. And if anyone will not receive you or listen to your words, shake off the dust from your feet when you leave that house or town. Matthew ten fourteen. So, like, what basically happens here is he, he's like, if I remember the context of the story, he's going to preach, or he did some preaching, and then the people were like, nah, we don't want you here. And I am definitely butchering the summarization of this. But in the idea of it, it's that they did not want him in the town. And so Jesus is like, well, I come here with the best news ever. And he basically t- like tells his disciples. He right here is the context. Yep. Oh, he's sending out the disciples. There we go. That's Better cool. context. If any household or town refuses to welcome you or listen to your message, shake its dust from your feet mm-hmm. as you leave. Mm-hmm. And I think with... Um, I think with like people who don't care, right? Our job, our job is to live out the gospel with action so our words have weight to them. And then as we spread the word, we just have to do our part and share. And if they kick us out, they don't care and they were like, you know what, move along, that's fine. Because at the end of the day, we don't even do the harvest thing. This is like a verse that you know very well. I couldn't quote it off the top of my head. Lindsay's probably going to say it in the back as I say it. But it's that... Um, Paul is referring to himself and uh, another guy who's like really good at preaching at the time. And he's like, one, some of us do the planting, some of us do the watering, but only God does the growth. Only God does the growth. Exactly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, the importance of this is that like we have to remember that our job is to only spread, live, and take action in the word of God. Mm that we are not the one to actually make it happen. Do you know the amount of times that, like, my family, my parents, uh, pastors, friends, churches, like, were, like, speaking to me about the gospel? A lot. I, I would save you the effort. A lot, right? Thank you. 
<laughs> but it only, it only, like only the Holy Spirit and in God's will and God's timing did it actually click in my heart and click in my brain and like make sense to do the life change. Why? Because it was nobody's fancy words. It was nobody's fancy um, action. It was just God. You're talking about... I said the only one who does the life changing is, is God. God. God, dude. Like, Holy Spirit moving. All right. <clears throat> Peter preaching in the temple. Acts 3. Preaching, whatever. You know, spreading the good news. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, yeah. Okay, Peter. Okay, Peter. Peter be spitting. Peter and John. Peter and John together. He be getting a little Pentecostal okay, with it. Okay, Peter and John are before the council. Oh. Acts 4. Uh. Sum up. I know what this is. Peter oh. and John... Get thrown into jail. Okay. You know, for preaching. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter, verse 8. Hold on, then, hold on. That, that's a reference point to me. they hate you. Oh. with the Holy Spirit and said to them, and kept talking. Then they kept going. Keep going down in the later in the story. Thrown in jail, whatever. Then Peter mm. starts speaking again in jail. He's still talking. He's still talking. He's going. No matter... When he's thrown into jail, you know, he's like, Peter and John he's like, I don't care. In the gospel, don't care. Thrown, thrown still jail, don't care. Still spreading the gospel because it's like these people need to know no matter where I am. Like he has seen too much. He has heard too much. He's witnessed it. He walked he with his God. Been in it. Lived it. Moved through him. Seen it. He cannot keep quiet. He's he's not he shutting up. To let people like mm. people need Tell to him, know Peter. no matter where they are. Tell him. Whether people in jail or the council Preacher, as well. preacher. The council also hears them, but then also is just like, man, like, but Peter and John replied, do you think God wants us to obey you rather than him after they start preaching to the council? Because they don't, I see where you were going with that. You I see where saying? you were going with that. I see where you were going with that. People that don't, we just do. And if they don't want, it's like, but he did. But he did. But so I'm going to just, because he Exactly. Yeah. Care. They're, they're still talking. Do you think God wants us to obey us, or what? you, or rather him? What do you think? What, think? what do you think? What do I think? Yeah. Do I, if, if God wants us mm -hmm. to obey him yeah. or the people who don't care, mm -hmm. I don't care about the people who don't care. Exactly. And then right after this, the believers pray for courage. Um, and also in Acts 4, which is so beautiful because... If you don't have the courage, you can pray for that mm. and ask the Lord for some courage. Because, yes, it's scary. It's uncomfortable. It can be lonely. But it's like you have the Lord. You have the Holy Spirit within you. The Lord will provide words to say if you don't have them. And, and you know what's the beautiful thing? It, it will happen, like, when you don't realize. Oh, 100%. It always happens when you don't realize. I think that, like, something that... Um, this is a whole different sermon topic, whatever, but it's like, as believers, we've come so comfortable with, like, chasing the feeling of God that we kind of, like, chase a feeling, not God. Um, and, like, God's, sometimes God would just be silent until the moment that you need him, until, like, you're about to do it, and boom. Like, I've, I've given talks where, like, I'm praying, and I'm nervous, and I'm like, God, give me confidence, God help my nerves, help my nerves. And it isn't until like I open up my mouth and start to like just talk that it actually happens. That he like, he, he's like, all right, I'm here. And boom, and, and it goes perfectly. Why? Because it's his timing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's the beautiful thing. You can pray for it and just have faith that it will happen 
mm. and not having to know when or how or where, but that it's going to happen. Yeah. And all we can do is like through fear, through the hate, through the loneliness is just cling on to what saved us and hope that we can help, help be the hands in branching this out. I think for y'all listening, I encourage y'all to read Romans 1. I encourage y'all to read Acts 4, but also the gospel is full of just Jesus literally yeah. is the good, good news. And so to learn about the good news, the gospel has it for you. And so it's super important. Mm. Uh, so really encourage you guys to do it because um, the time is now time is urgent and there's no holding back because you have the answer to life and it's in you have the, you have the keys to heaven now give the keys to other people mm. and it's super important and that's love um so i mean we can go all day about that but i think that sums it up really well mm. well dude, this thanks, for joining us. Yeah, this thanks for joining us Thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. Um, the setup is amazing. The setup was great. And the setup was fire. Thank you guys for listening. Um, we couldn't do it, obviously, without each and every person that we get messages randomly of like people that are like, um, you know, this it's been such a blessing, whatnot, and it's been a blessing for us just to see how the Lord has moved because mm-hmm. it's not Riley and I are not special. We are not. Um, we don't have any special gifts. Um, that are like insane like we're just using what god has given us and god is doing all the moving and the growing and putting on people's hearts to help us and to listen and we appreciate you guys for listening and being a part of that and for being our average neighbors let's go hey guys thank you so much for listening we love to hear more about your story and your testimony and submit some questions on our instagram at average neighbors we would love to see Um, where your name is, where you're from, and just learn more about you guys. We'd love to do this with you guys, and I can't wait to see what the Lord will do in this. Godspeed.